This is your new English 21 podcast, a podcast made for English learners by English learners. Come with us and share your experience, ideas, and suggestions for all the listeners to improve their English while talking about any topic of your preference, whenever it is in English. This podcast is coming to you from San Jose, Costa Rica, Central America, with your host, Vidal Tellez Narvaez, the English Connector. Come, share, and improve. Thank you very much. Well, my friends, here we are again in your new English 21 podcast. Remember that this is a podcast made for English learners by English learners. And the objective of this podcast is for all of the listeners try to share your experiences, ideas, suggestions, tips, and strategies to improve our English uh, as we uh, talk about any topic of our preference. It is certain, it is true indeed, that uh, the previous episodes of the podcast follow a pattern. I mean, uh, the word of the day, today in history, and the quote of the day. I hope you've been enjoying uh, these episodes um, and I'm willing to make any changes um, depending on the preferences of the listeners but always keeping in mind the main objective of this uh, uh, broadcasting there is uh, sharing experiences, challenging ourselves, changing our, our mindset and uh, uh, giving away the ideas that we are stuck in, in English and getting convinced that the only way of, of improving in speaking is trying to speak, is speaking uh, in any opportunity, in any chance we have. Um, and in, if there are not opportunities, we have to, to make them, without, we have to make them happen, these opportunities. We can join in this, uh, in this podcast, we can have uh, some live interviews with, with some live calls, and uh, all of the attendees can share their experiences in this podcast. This is your new English 21 podcast. Remember, this is a podcast made for English learners by English learners. So in that, uh, in that point, um, to remark a little bit, I am a learner of English also as you are. So I am very enthused with this project and I hope this uh, continue to grow with the past of the time with a little or more episodes. And I wanted to say a little bit about uh, the episode for today. Today, in the world of the day, um, we make uh, we make a different approach. We didn't we didn't choose the the word from a dictionary as in the previous episodes. Instead, we um, we've uh, chosen some words from an article that is being published on the media in the CNN specifically, and the words we are going to review today are rampage, riotous, reckless, epitomize, antic, and crony. 
these are some words that appeared in an article of CNN's uh, online version for today, December the 23rd, and maybe are unknown for you. So my goal here was to to get a picture or get a, uh, an idea of what their meaning is for these words. Rampage, riotous, reckless, epitomized, antique, and crony. The article is referred to the latest actions of President Donald Trump in the final period of his presidency. The article refers to uh, some uh, uh, presidential pardons he's issuing or signing and uh, um, they say um, opposition to the to the pandemic uh, statements and um, he's also trying to to oppose to any to any common sense regarding that pandemic so he's going in a rashly in a rashly rampage with pardons for cronies and war crimes assault on democracy fresh covid-19 denial and impunity for russia yes my friends this uh this is one part of the uh, episode for today. And then we're going also on the Today in History, we got a very interesting note about the very famous painter, uh, Vincent van Gogh, was born in the Netherlands. Yes, um, because it happens that as for today, December the 23rd, in 1880, he um, he bites off, he, uh, he cuts off, is a uh, left ear, uh, the urban legend maybe, but he is a uh, is a verifiable fact that he really uh, made uh, a mutilation in the in his ear lobe. Yes, my friends, this is the section today in history. And finally, with the section that quote of the day, we cover a quote by Malcolm S. Forbes, the entrepreneur, the American entrepreneur, who, who was widely known as a publisher of the Forbes magazine, and this magazine was originally you know, founded by his father. This is a, a summary of the what we are going to hear in the episode for today in your new English 21 podcast, a podcast made for English learners by English learners. Remember, my friends, come share and improve your English in community. Together, we'll become better in English. Thank you very much. Welcome, my friends, to the section, the word of the day. And for today, December the 23rd, 2020, I wanted to make a little bit different with uh, this, uh, this section, and instead of choosing a word from a dictionary, I decided to go on the media, on the news, yes, and bring you a word of the day related to what is happening today in the media, in the news, maybe in your country, maybe in another country. In this case, I've chosen a headline on the CNN's online edition for today. The headline says, Trump goes on a rampage with pardons, veto threats, and COVID denial. That's the, uh, the, 
headline for today on CNN, I'm, I'm going to go a little bit, not more than a little bit, deep into the body of the article so we can later discuss the word of the day and some other related words. So here we go. Washington, CNN. Donald Trump's presidency is blazing into history in a way that epitomizes his corrupt excess with pardons for crannies and war crimes, assault on democracy, fresh COVID-19 denial and impunity for Russia. And in a trademark bombshell that blindsided ideas, Trump on Tuesday also issued a sudden pre-Christmas demand for changes to a desperately needed 900 billion pandemic relief bill that risked shattering a fragile bipartisan compromise he had made no effort to shape. His move could send global markets into freefall and prolong the deprivation of millions of Americans who are going hungry or have lost their jobs. The antics of the outgoing president in recent hours further weighed down the yet-to-begin presidency of his successor, Joe Biden, who already faced the most challenging debut of any U.S. leader since Franklin Roosevelt in 1933. Yes, my friends, this is the headline and, uh, and a fragment, an excerpt from the uh, body of the article. The word of the day that we want to discuss today is rampage. So, rampage can be a verb and can be also a noun. When it is a verb, the definition is to rush wildly about something. This means in the context of the article that the President Donald Trump is going rapidly and with no much control over approving or or issuing uh, presidential orders or decrees or executive decrees um, um, some, uh, to do some changes uh, regarding to the pardon, the presidential pardon uh, and some other um, commutations and, uh, you know, and things legally related. This, uh, this, this is the case when rampage is the verb. And when it is announced, the definition is a course of violent, riotous, or reckless action or behavior. As, as the definition, when it is announced, introduces two new words. I'm going to go. I'm going to look something uh, to to show us the meaning. So riotous, riotous is an adjective that means uh, of the nature of a riot, turbulent. So. Uh, rampage also suggests that the behavior and the actions of President Donald Trump are turbulent in this in this context. Riotous. Uh, the definition of rampage also refers to reckless. Reckless is an adjective that means marked by lack of proper caution, careless of consequences. So, in the context of the article. Uh, the writer says the, pre the president, Donald Trump, is not pondering properly the consequences of his actions. I mean, with the pardon with the, and all of the resources that the president is using in the final days of his presidencies. As the article say, says, 
pardons for crimes and war crimes, assault on democracy, fresh COVID-19 denial, and impunity for Russia. We got here uh, a last one, a last word to to go for the meaning, and this um, this uh, word is crony. Crony is a close friend, especially for long-standing, a pal, a very close friend. And another word that is used in the text or in the body of the article is epitomize. Yeah, um, it, it is used in the, for, in the form of epitomizing. And epitomize is a verb that means to serve as the typical or idea ideal example of something so the with uh, as you see as you can see a new word never comes alone a new word comes maybe in groups or in family or in related words also to reinforce or to make stronger our understanding of the meaning of this word so this has been my friends the section the word of the day in your new English 21 podcast, a podcast made for English learners by English learners. Thank you very much. And for the section, the quote of the day, we got uh, a quote which author is Malcolm S. Forbes. Yes, my friends, The quote is as follows. Too many people overvalue what they are not and undervalue what they are. So the author is Malcolm S. Forbes. Yes, my friends, to say a little bit more about the author of the quote of the day, let's say that Malcolm Stevenson Forbes was born on the August 19th 1919 and died on February the 20th, the 24th, 1990. So he was an American entrepreneur, most prominently known as the publisher of Forbes magazine, which was founded by his father, B.C. Forbes. He was known as an avid promoter of capitalism and free market, and for an extravagant lifestyle, spending on parties travel and his collection of homes, yachts, aircraft, art, motorcycles, and Fabergé eggs. Yes, my friends, this has been the section that quote of the day. I'm going to say it once more because it is very interesting. Too many people overvalue what they are not and undervalue what they are. So this is a very... Uh, a, a very practical uh, point of view on what people should be doing about uh, self-awareness, uh, uh, getting to know better the, the weaknesses and strength of oneself. So my friends, this is all in your section, the quote of the day. Thanks for listening to your new English 21 podcast a podcast made for English learners by English learners. See you soon. Hello, friends, and welcome again to the section Today in History. Today, 
we got a note, a very interesting note on the a very um, well-known and famous artist, Vincent van Gogh. Yes, and it happens that, that as for December the 23rd, Vincent van Gogh chops off his ear. This was in the year 1888. Yes, on December the 23rd, 1888, Dutch painter Vincent van Gogh, suffering from severe depression, cuts off the lower part of his left ear with a razor while staying in Arles, France. He later documented the event in a painting titled Self-Portrait with Bandaged Ear. Today, van Gogh is regarded as an artistic genius and his masterpieces sell for record-breaking prices. However, during his lifetime, he was a poster boy for tortured, starving artists and saw only one painting. Can you believe it, my friends? Vincent Willem van Gogh was born on March the 30th, 1853 in the Netherlands. He had a difficult, nervous personality and worked unsuccessfully at an art gallery and then as a preacher among poor miners in Belgium. In 1880, he decided to become an artist. His work from this period, the most famous of which is The Potato Eaters, 1885, is dark and somber and reflective of the experiences he had among peasants and impoverished miners. In 1888, Van Gogh moved to Paris where his younger brother, Theo, with whom he was close, lived. Theo, an art dealer, supported his brother financially and introduced him to a number of artists, including Paul Gauguin, Camille Pizarro, and George Seurat. Influenced by these and other painters, Van Gogh's own artistic style lightened up and he began using more color. In 1888, Van Gogh rented a house in Arles in the south of France, where he hoped to found an artist colony and be less of a burden to his brother. In Arles, Van Gogh painted vivid scenes from the countryside as well as still lives, including his famous sunflower series. Gauguin came to stay with him in Arles and the two men worked together for almost two months. However, tensions developed and on December the 23rd, in a fit of dementia, Van Gogh threatened his friend with a knife before turning it, turning it on himself and mutilating his ear low. Afterward, he allegedly wrapped up the ear and gave it to a prostitute at a nearby brothel. Following that incident, Van Gogh was hospitalized in Arles and then checked himself into a mental institution in Saint-Rémy for a year. During his stay in Saint-Rémy, he fluctuated between periods of madness and intense creativity, in which he produced some of his best and most well-known works, including Starry Night and Irises. In May 1890, Van Gogh moved to Auvers near Paris, where he continued to be plagued by despair and loneliness. On July the 27th, 1890, he shot himself and died two days later at the age of 37. Can you believe it, my friends, at the age 
of 37, a poor man in disgrace with his madness, shot himself, died, and um, inherited to the world a vast, uh, a vast collection of beautiful paintings. So, my friends, when all of this is over, when the pandemic is under control, real control, and if you have the chance to be in the Netherlands, do not forget to visit uh, the Museum of Van Gogh in the center of Amsterdam. It is located in a, in a town um, very well known as the, as the uh, museum's neighborhood. Yes, my friends, this has been your section today in history. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to your new English 21 podcast, a podcast made for English learners by English learners. Remember that you can talk about any topic of your preference whenever it is in English. This podcast came to you from San Jose, Costa Rica, Central America, with your host, Vidal Tellez Navarez, the English Connector. Come, share, and improve. Thank you very much.